Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Well, holy shit, she did it. So, hi. Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is something that's been in the works for a while. Um, started off because I was told that I like the sound of my own voice. So I figured, you're obsessed with podcasts anyway, Sarah. Why not make one yourself? This podcast does not have a consistent topic every week. Um, but it does have a common theme every week. And that theme is booze and friendship. So... Essentially, I will be interviewing a friend or multiple friends on each episode. Um, they will pick the alcohol that we choose to drink, and I have to drink it, no questions asked. Um, I'm a big wuss when it comes to alcohol. I am typically stick to vodka soda water, typical white girl wussy drink. Um, so this is certainly broadening my horizons in terms of alcohol. And I also think I have some of the funniest, most entertaining friends in the universe. So I want you guys to really get to know these people and hear their stories and laugh at those stories with me and sort of be like a fly on the wall for a drunk conversation on a weekly basis. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, episode one was actually the most recently recorded episode. It was just recorded on Friday night. Today is Saturday. It is currently 2.35 a.m. on Saturday. So this was recorded last night. We decided to talk about the Best Picture nominees for the Oscars. One thing my friends and I do talk about a lot is TV and movies. So... This podcast is extremely long. Um, the consideration of timing, as the Oscars are on Sunday night, I did want to put this one out first for that. So, um, you guys can listen before the Oscars or after the Oscars or around that time when you're thinking about these movies. Because we ended up recording for almost three hours. So we'll talk about our picks, um, and the whole point of the podcast is to convince Jen, who hasn't seen any of these movies, to eventually go see the movie that we're talking about. And, you know, we talk about which one we think should win, and all of that. So, it is a lot of movie talk. Um, there is definitely some spoilers near the end. We do give warnings before we go into any major plot spoilers, but I would say that if you're someone who really, really, really doesn't like any type of spoiler at all, doesn't like to hear anything about a movie before going to see it, maybe just avoid this podcast for now and come back after you saw the movie and take a listen. Because um, we definitely get into it. And we definitely got incredibly drunk on Goldschlager. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoy it. And just to let you know, this is all very new to me. I am still learning all about sound editing and equipment. And I hope that it's just going to get better and better as time goes on. So be patient. Another thing I will say as well is if this doesn't interest you, just 
stay tuned. Um, I've recorded four episodes so far, and the subject matter goes from, you know, just drunk, hilarious stories to relationships to drag. Um, so I highly encourage you to keep listening. You're going to see a wide variety of people on this podcast. And even if Oscars and movies doesn't interest you, stay tuned because more than likely we're going to cover a subject that you're into at some point. So, yeah. Um, due to the length of this podcast, as we are talking about nine movies, there will be a part two posted on the same day. So be sure to check that one out as well. And grab a snack, grab yourself a drink, and enjoy. So... Okay, so we're here with Evan and Corey and Jen, and mm-hmm. usually, okay, usually we start off talking about the booze we have today. So we are actually drinking Gold Schlager. Did I say that right? You did. Gold Schlager. So. Yes. Yeah. Sure. So it's the liqueur. I thought it was whiskey for whatever reason. Like I, like I went in. Liqueur. I went in looking at the whiskey se- like section, okay. and then I was like, I don't know where this shit is. Not funny. Yeah. As one wouldn't. Yeah. No. So Corey, you suggested this. I did. Why did you suggest that? Uh, because I, I was trying to think of something like Oscars, you have your gold statue, so it's only... Oh, yeah, we're talking about the Oscars? Did we yeah. even mention that? Okay. We will. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I was like, uh, gold, gold slogger. It's the first thing that came off my head, and I may live to regret it, but yeah. we'll see about that. I have a big bottle here, so... Yes. Let's bring in for cheers, everyone, okay. with these dainty little glasses. We should add that we, we're mixing it with Bailey's at this point, which is... Mm. Odd. Ooh, but not bad. That's delightful. It is delicious. Holy sh! It really is cinnamon hearts in a glass. This is right up. Uh, I guess we should say our name mm. and like put yeah. our voices. This is Corey speaking. <laughs> yeah. This is Jennifer speaking. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> because like Borat here is like cutting edge right now. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody does like a Borat impression. No. No one does Borat impressions anymore. No, no. We did them on Oh My Land a bunch. Yeah. That yeah. was 2008. <laughs> I just like to say I did that ironically so people just think I'm not the worst like guest of all time. <laughs> and Evan, you talk. You're, 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 you've been on an episode already, kind of. I think I have. Yeah. You were asking the questions in the Newlyweds game. I know Evan from high school. Yes. Grade 10. Yes. Evan knew me before I had boobs. Or makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I probably wore, like, eyeshadow and mascara. Maybe. Like, Maybe. blue eyeshadow. You're probably blue yeah. eyeshadow. I love that this is the aspect of, like, I love that you're going to cut Sam put this first, because, like, we are so, <laughs> so deep drunk. in the gold slogger. Right I know. The gold, gold slogger is almost gone yeah. now. I will say, like, and another thing I want to bring up is early on you're just like, I'm taking this bottle home, by the way. And we're just like, yeah, totally. Bottle. There's going to be nothing left in the bottle. But anyway, how do you know us? And, and so, yeah, so I know Evan from high school. I met Corey through Evan, who started playing trivia with Corey. Yeah. Really, we don't really have an exciting origin story other than no, that. No. I started playing trivia. We played trivia every week. And they haven't kicked me out of the trivia team yet. And that's the important part. Because you get, like, poppy songs. Yeah. Like, I get the crappy music. Right. She was so annoying that, like, it was, it was more hassle to, like, figure out than it would be grim. <laughs> <laughs> she got real. Oh, 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 oh Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, I know Jen through Corey. So this is really... That's really just how it is. 
Tonight we're going to talk about the Oscars. So we each picked three movies, uh, kind of draft style. Um, so we had to watch these three movies, and these are all the Best Picture nominees. Yeah. And this is they're all in the same category. It's not like the Golden Globes where it's like... No, yeah, we're strictly talking about... Drama, the... musical, and comedy, which shouldn't be in the same... I guess so. I guess that's weird. But they're all just nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Which is, you know... Right. So we're going to go around, and so we've seen, like, we've each seen our three. And Jen, you haven't seen any, right? Not one of them. Right. So our job tonight is to sell Jen on paying, how much are the movie tickets these days? 12 bucks? Like $14. Yeah. $14. What? Seriously? Yeah. I never go to the movies. Yeah. Um, but our job is to conv- convince you to go see these movies. So we will make our case, and we're going to start with the ones... We didn't like. No, not necessarily. Because I liked all three. But I think we're just doing it in a standing order. We're kind of ranking them. Yeah. So, yeah. We're ranking it. We're ranking it three. Yes. So we get to what we feel is our best movie. Right. The one which is most likely to, you know. Yeah. Win. In that we select. Right. Like if we had to pick one to win. Exactly. Have the Oscars happened yet? No. It's this Sunday. It is this Sunday. This Sunday. So we're into the arts. We are recording this on Friday. Hoping to get it up for Sunday, hopefully. Oh yeah, um, we're gonna try to keep this spoiler free kind of. as I'm much as we can. Probably some stuff, but yeah. Oh no, spoilers. I'll put timestamps like if there's any big spoilers, okay. and I'll put it in like the notes. I think I can avoid. Yeah, I'm gonna try to avoid it. So I'm gonna start it off um, with fences. Why are you starting off with fences? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished. I'll <laughs> so. I didn't really know much about this movie going into it. Like I, like I literally just picked it. Like, like I knew Manchester by the Sea and I knew Arrival. Those were my other two that I have. But I did not even know about like even what it was about. Never saw the trailer. Just knew Denzel Washington was in it. And I was like, yeah, I like him. Okay, I'll pick it. So this movie, I would say, is ninety-five percent talking. Well, it's based on a play. I'm pretty sure. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I never knew that. Um, it is just like, okay, like I'll give the, the basic synopsis. So Denzel Washington's character used to want to be a baseball player. Like he had dreams of being a baseball player. Something happened and he ended up going to jail. So his, he essentially ruined his baseball career dream. He ends up getting married and having a kid. Um, and then that kid wants to play football. And he's just like this angsty dad that's like, I don't want my kid to be successful in football because I never got to do my dream. You know what I mean? Like, I never got yeah. to live my dream. Yeah. And he's just... It sounds really awful. It's the inverted version of the uh, father trying to live his life. Vicariously yeah. through his son. His kid. Exactly. And I will say, I'm so excited about this, and you guys will all know who this is, but the son is Michael from The Leftovers. The oh, yeah, John Murphy's yeah, yeah, yeah. son. Yeah. From season two of The Leftovers. Yeah. When they moved to um, Miracle. Yeah, yeah, Miracle. Miracle. Yeah. So, like, I was like, hell yeah, Michael! And honestly, he's freaking phenomenal in it. Viola Davis plays um, Denzel Washington's character's wife in, in the movie as well. She's phenomenal. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the acting, the acting is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will I, say Viola Davis seems like she's made of tears every time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, it's, but it's, it's every time I see like an ad for like 
how to get away with murder. It's just her with like, like the wettest face I've ever seen in my life. Like either she's really stoic or she is bawling her eyes out. Yeah. But uh, she's an amazing actress. She wears wigs really well. <laughs> yeah, she does. To that point, though, you couldn't be more correct because there is a scene towards like the last quarter of the movie that's really emotional, and that was the one. Like throughout the whole movie, I was very bored. It was just so much talking, and the fucking main character pissed me off so much. I'll just say that there isn't a very emotional scene um, in this movie, and she is not only crying. But there is, like, snot all over her face. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's commitment, man. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, I kind of sat up and I was like, damn, girl. Damn. Yes. Get it. So I think she could win Best Actress, like, easily because of the snot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who, who, Amy Adams didn't have snot, but you know? But overall, you don't feel the movie is not the <sighs> strongest. So, yeah, because is it just a bad movie or is it just depressing or like depressing and just like not enough essentially it's around his strained relationship with his kid mm-hmm. and he's very he's very he's holding his pain in about like not having played baseball and he's like taking it on his kid who like just wants to play football mm-hmm. i just want to play football dad <laughs> and you're bringing your drum and he's all just hey. like you got to sh- save him from like you know getting too many concussions yeah <laughs> so topical like like it's just like he brings up his angst and he's just like doesn't want his kid to like enjoy life really is what it is. And he's just like, oh, you have to work. When I was young, I worked for what I got. Um, you can't that, do that if you play football. That's an amazing Denzel impression, by the way. Yeah. Oh, like, I, 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 like, that's, that's a dead on Denzel impression. And I will say, um, this made me slightly uncomfortable, but they use the N word like every second mm-hmm. word. Like... Is that just your white guilt? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I shouldn't have even said it. I, mean, like, I shouldn't have even said it. But it, it's just a point of like, like it was just like a little bit much, you know? I don't know. So like my first note that I have in my phone is so much talking because it was really just dialogue. I mean, really like the, the movie is set essentially in their house and that's it. There's not. Yeah. And it's mostly just conversations. So high points of the movie are Viola Davis. Also, the guy who plays his son, who's Michael from The Leftovers, and I don't know his actor name, but they're phenomenal, and she's phenomenal. And I guess you could say Denzel Washington was really good, too, because I ended up hating him, and he annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. So. I'm going to act kind of stupid here, and I know I'm a huge Leftovers fan. Why can't I remember Michael? So Michael was John Murphy's son. Yeah. The one who was, like, like, kind of. in the woods. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And he's, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, this is an yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any cross-section, like, I don't want to, like, ruin, like, a yeah. But he was great. And I will say the movie ended really well. Um, it ends on a good feelsy. Like, it kind of made me kind of feelsy okay. at the end. Um, and I want to spoil it so bad as to why. I won't I won't spoil it, but I will. discussion Yeah. Throw football at the end. Catch, kid. And then everybody's happy and Viola cries. Not quite. So yeah. <laughs> Not quite. She's just crying because she's constantly, she has a disorder where she can't keep tears in her. In her or snot. Yeah. Oh, that was the thing. Tears I was just like, damn. 
She was just like all kinds of bodily fluids all over her face. That's gross. Whoa, that sounds like yeah. a different movie at this yeah. point. <laughs> I saw it. But it was the emotional fluids, I guess. Yes. Huh. Oh, that's, that's even <laughs> You really should. Yeah, you Anyways, should. Anyways, maybe you should have food. something to drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take some of this. But yes, so overall, I wasn't a huge fan of this, but you should see it. <laughs> Jen! Based on what I've told you, would you see this movie? I love that Jen is actually taking notes. She is. Yeah. Well, I, I want to be thorough. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see this movie because mm-hmm. I like Denzel Washington a lot and I like Viola Davis a lot. Yeah. I would probably like to see this movie still because I like racially charged movies, even mm-hmm. though my partner in life chooses not to like them. I just, I did not, that is not true. I, you're putting me on blast right now. Um, because I am half black, I don't like going you're to... You're half black? <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought you were Lebanese. I, I mean, I just don't like, like, I, it's not that I don't like watching these movies. I just have trouble going to the theater and being surrounded, like, because, I don't know, these movies, because growing up, like, half black, these movies have a certain effect on me, like, affect me in a way because of racism that I don't like to go to theaters and watch them. I'd rather watch them in the yeah, Yes. So that's kind of what I was saying about Fences. Not that I don't want to see it. I don't uh, dislike personally terrible movies. But I will say, like, that wasn't the main focus of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, the main focus of the movie was his relationship with his son and the fact that he's... And maybe at the very end of this podcast, I can go full spoilers and, exp- like, well, I know just the, go I, a little more next. like I know the huge spoiler because it's in the trailer for it. Oh, okay. Is that... Like, they put the spoiler in the trailer? Well, they That's put a pretty poor place to put the Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, anyway. Um, yeah. So. But yeah. I would probably still see this movie because when I did see a few of the trailers, so maybe I did see the spoiler and I just don't know it yet, yeah. I, I wanted to see it because I like all of those actors very much. And I like, like, down on your luck kind of movies. Okay. You'd love this. But <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like that's the thing. Just like, like, when like people are having a <laughs> shitty time. Yeah, I feel better about yeah, myself. Like, oh, that's so bad. My life is doing fantastic. Um, the acting is phenomenal. Like, I mean, I, I think if I were to pick like a selling point, it would be the acting. The acting and just mm-hmm. Viola Davis, man. Woof, fire! And the only thing I wouldn't want to see is the snot. I'm not a fan of snot. <laughs> That's true. Any that other body fluid, I can take. Right. But snot the thing would is, turn so me right Blair off. Witch Project is a no go. I couldn't for you. because oh. it's not not because of whatever's chasing them. Yeah, it's so like yeah. I just like to point out that what you just said was I can take any body fluid, <laughs> which just sounds oddly perverted. I think it However, sounds. It is dead true. I would rather somebody. <laughs> no, 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 no! Do not hold back. Anywhere, then blow snot on me. Really? Okay, so it's, it's. I can't. I can't. I don't even. You would talk take about shit anything. over snot. I would take any body. The worst diarrhea you can throw at over me snot? in my face over snot. Okay. Any day. I disagree. I know. It's <laughs> yeah. a weird thing. We have been officially derailed. <laughs> this is why I have the explicit content box checked off yes. on iTunes. Um, I apologize for that. That's okay. It's, it's, I find it... But I will say, in this scene... Like, it's a it, bubble snot? Like, no, it's just like, I'm extremely upset. Like, thick, clear Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell. lip in the mouth and yep. it's salty and you know it. 
<laughs> and you know it. But <laughs> you, you kind of like it. So I will, yeah. I know you shouldn't. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So yeah. Jen would Thanks go see it. That is a ding. You would go see this movie. Oh, wow. We got the bell. I, I remembered the bell this time. All right. Who wants to go next? I shall go next. Sure. Uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, inspiring tale of uh, Desmond T. Doss, a private in the United States Army during World War II. Uh, this movie is called Hacksaw Ridge, starring Andrew Garfield. Um, this is sort of a takeaway for Andrew Garfield for me, Oops. because the last time I think... Salmon eight really was Spider Man. <laughs> so kind of expecting him like, oh, why don't you just you know flip you know way up that hacksaw ridge? You know, like, well, wait, oh my god, that just, movie like, punched so... those Japanese people in the face. You know, <laughs> you know how amazing that movie was. You just took his character out and replaced it with Spider Man. Spider Man. I know. I mean, like, I'm yeah, okay. USA, USA. <laughs> You know, take that Okinawa. We call it Bonesaw Ridge because yeah. that's a little nerd joke, but it's because Bonesaw was the wrestler that Spider Man wrestled in. Anyway, yeah, he's a he's a, the wrestler that. Oh, at the man. very start of uh, yeah, yeah. his career as yeah. Spider Man, yeah, he's trying to make pro money. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's based on a true story, um, and it's directed by Mel Gibson. So, uh, I mean, like the first time they go up that ridge, there's like. You know, half of half people, you know, like got strewn uh-huh. everywhere, like legs, like just piles of what look like spaghetti, but you know, aren't, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, like they're they're really like not holding back on like the the violence of you know like the, the this, this 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 like almost impossible ridge that they've tried to climb six times. Okay. Um, Does it look like a hacksaw? Well, it's a hacksaw because all all the extreme body parts it's like a, it's like a beachfront and then like a sheer cliff with this like netting sort mm. of like atta- they've managed to attach to the cliff side okay so you know um, so who they're trying to attack is like really smart with their well Jap- Japanese have like a really like strong like we're known for like like an incredibly ferocious like defense of ground they were so committed to like throwing back the the American advances like, that they ultimately decided it was more economical to drop a nuclear bomb on them than it was to continue the this war. assault. Which really says something about, like, you know... Their character. Their commitment to, mm. you know, like, repelling America. And yeah. They did a pretty fucking good job. <laughs> you know, um... They should come around now. Good job, Japan. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I'm not going to get into the political ramifications of, like, you know, America embargoing an island nation, which, you know, needs, like, vital things to survive, or whatever, yeah. or, which then precipitated then, you know, attacking Pearl Harbor, blah, 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 whatever. But, um, the first half of the movie is really, like, sort of, like, this romance between um, Andrew Garfield's character and the actress whose name I'm trying to remember. The chick. Evan messaged me and said, this girl's pretty. She is so pretty. Um, mm. Teresa Palmer. That's her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was in um, uh, Point Blank or... Uh, oh, Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. 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 That was the last time I saw her. Also, Warm Bodies, that zombie comedy movie. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, is she the main character in that? She I, is the love yeah. of Andrew Garfield. And so the first half of the movie really, like, deals with... Well, not the first half of the movie, like, first third. Deals with, you know, him falling in love with her, you know, as she's a nurse, blah, blah. And then he's, like, the seventh-day Adventist 
who um, refuses to pick up a gun mm-hmm. or like fire a rifle or like kill anybody. So he's neutral. Uh, he's a, what's considered a um, a conscientious, conscientious objector. objector. Yeah. So, you know, like they they like beat the shit out of him at boot camp. They like you know like punish the whole squad to make everyone hate him. You know, and so it, I mean, the reason it's blind. Like, in this is based on a true story, and, the, like, at the end, it does kind of like Band of Brothers style. Like, it shows you, like, you know, like, the interviews with the DOS and, like, you know, these other um, people, you know, who, well, you know, are you know, the veterans or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, he got treated, like, so poorly. But at the same time, like, it's like, I've seen this story before. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not new. It's, it's, you know, like, and Vince Vaughn is, um does this great job as, like, the, the, the really mean sergeant who hates him, you know, if it, <laughs> but then grows to have, like, a grudging respect for him. Gotcha. You know, and the other way, it's like, you're the bravest man I know, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. It's, it. um, so it's characters that I've, I've sort of seen before, and, like, I mean, I guess it's not really spoiling because it's, like, history, but, like, you know, Desmond Doss personally saved, like... Uh, 75 men on like this beachfront you know out of a hundred um, a battalion of a hundred or whatever it was yeah you know um, uh, that he like personally like you know like put on shoulders one at a time style like and like, <laughs> through the smoke and the smog and the trees and the branches you know made his way back to the the ridge and like lowered them down with a rope in his hands you know and like, every time would be like you know like lord just let me get one more Mm. You know, and Andrew Gar- Garfield did like a really good job in you know, portraying that sort of like. Kind of sounds like you were just talking like Matthew McConaughey. Uh, that was a fantastic <laughs> accent or whatever I'm that totally was. I'm into what you're saying, but I just got distracted <laughs> by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, you know, from like True Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, what time is it? That's it. God. So, oh man, and so like when they show like the, the old guy, like you know, his, his accent's like, you can literally see like. His top lip going sort of like one way, <laughs> as he's like, as he's like, like the draw is like so thick. That's you know? hilarious. And I was like, Lord, <laughs> I should make it, but this man's a fucking hero. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. That's but awesome. it, it's sort of funny. Like, that's a big story. Well, you sold me. I don't know about you. I, I would like. I also like more yeah. movies. But yeah, the, the reason that I picked up my my third is because it isn't really. It is something I have sort of like seen before but uh that being said i'd watch it again mm. I, i'll watch it with you i'll watch it for the first time you're charming that andrew Garfield. yeah <laughs> and the girl is pretty my only complaint is that well i guess like up to the very end like but he like you know like he's so like he's so he's so pretty like you know like i'm not andrew Garfield. like no but i mean like throughout the movie though though i like you know, you just expect, like, crawling through the mud and, like, you know, the blasts and all that. Like, I'm just like, how does your hair say so, you know, you perfect looks... through World War Two? Like, yeah. like, just look a little bit more disheveled, maybe. Yeah. I don't, well, look at, I mean, even in Spider-Man, he'd wear a spandex mask yeah, and take it off and his hair. Just, perfectly cool. Maybe he just has the most perfect hair ever. Yeah, the most buoyant hair. And so, <laughs> Viola Davis had perfect hair, too, but she still had snot. Yeah, on her face. Yeah. So well, was it blood her and, hair? Blood and guts and shit on face. That's true. Mm. Maybe that stuff, because, you know, the dirtier your hair is, the better it works. <clears throat> mm. It's true. So maybe it's yeah, you, they say you shouldn't style your hair when it's clean. No, you should wait till it's dirty. So maybe this is what happened during World War 
two of two. two. Yeah. He just got so dirty that it was fantastic all the time, and helmet head just never held him back. I like how we reduced the World War, like... Yeah, to helmet head hair. <laughs> or Germans, terrible helmet head hair. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that yeah, like, helmet? Oh. helmet? Yeah. The yeah. worst. Um, I, would so, see, yeah. I would see that movie. I would see, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I like Spider-Man. I don't like wrestling. <laughs> um, I like pretty girls and good-looking guys with nice hair. Yeah. And I like... Jen's an easy sell. Yeah. I am a bit easy. Okay, of a we wait until we get to Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. So, and I like war movies when there's good guys, like legitimate good guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that in your notes for it, you had like Spider Man and wrestling since I since I mentioned Bonesaw, which is amazing. I have Bonesaw in my notes too. But oh, this Goldschlager though, it's pretty not too bad. Uh, I feel it. like I'm drinking it way too fast. I, I I'm drinking it way too slow just because I'm not used to hard stuff. Straight. I like drinking. <laughs> oh man! You okay. Like the crooked straight. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cornelius West. Would you like to take a Cornelius West? Um, yeah. So uh, I feel like I put this at the bottom of my list, but it doesn't reflect the movie. I just think I right. have three really good movies, and yeah. that's this, how I felt too. Yeah, and this one and my my second second one, I guess, are almost a toss up because they're almost totally different movies, but I'm going to go with Hidden Figures. That's not Hidden Figures. Okay. Um, it's basically about in the 1960s. Basically, Russia like launches a, a satellite, and this kind of uh, um, starts the, like... Cold War. Yeah, well, kind of Cold War, but it's also, like... Space. The space, like, yeah, yeah. So it kind of, like, propels the U.S. to, like, really be, like, we Step want to, game. yeah, we have to put a man in space. And so basically it follows three women, which, in my cliff notes, uh, oh. it's so weird. I've been, like, it's an actress I love so much, and it's, like, it's ta- uh, Taraji? Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. I'm going to Google her right now. She's in a bunch of things, including Weeds. Yeah, that's what oh, I was going to say. Who's she in Weeds? Uh, she is, what's her name's uh, niece? Like uh oh, yeah. U-turn's aunt or whatever. Yeah, Roy is she him. in the help? Here, no, no. You're thinking Octavia. Yeah, Octavius uh, Octavia Spencer. Because <laughs> she's in the help. <laughs> but uh, you would know her because you just didn't watch Persons of Interest, and you know my guilty pleasure of a show, which I'm not scared to admit is Empire. And, okay, hurry up. Yes, not guilty yeah. pleasure then. I just don't know names of people. Yeah, so she's basically the main character, based on a true story, I should say. Um, <clears throat> she was Katherine Johnson, who was a, a brilliant... Yeah, yeah, that's true. That. <laughs> but uh, she played, yeah, Katherine Johnson, who's a brilliant mathematician. It kind of follows, I should say, it follows three African um, African-American women. Uh, Katherine Johnson, played by Taraji P. Henson, which, I have to say this one thing first. Taraji P. Henson... She uses the name Taraji P. Henson as in she added her middle name initial, which makes you think, was there another Taraji Henson yeah. that she had to <laughs> use Taraji P? Like, that's the weirdest thing, I think, yeah. for right. names. Kind of like how Michael Keaton drew names Michael Douglas, but he couldn't use Michael Douglas, so he just... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, follows her, uh, Katherine Johnson, uh, Octavia Spencer, who is Dorothy Vaughn, and Janelle Monet. Oh! <gasps> Yeah, Janelle Monet is in the two is in two movies I watched. Oh my god! Yeah, she plays Mary Jackson. So I love Janelle. Basically, How do you feel about Janelle? 
I can't even Janelle. Janelle, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. How do you feel? Janelle. Janelle. I love her. <laughs> I can read my actual writing when you. Wood Mary. Uh, Wood I, Mary. I would listen to her record. Oh man, that song yeah. Prime Time. Oh, sh- oh yeah. she's the singer. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she's been in these. And Arch Android. So uh, basically, it falls the three of them in different kind of aspects. Like the, the story is mainly about. Um, um, uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name. John Glenn, is that him? The astronaut. Yes. So. It, it, oh, okay. And mainly, it's it's about John Glenn's, uh, <clears throat> which I think they call the Friendship Seven mission to orbit the Earth like three times. Okay. So, basically, it's these three, in different facets, these three African American women that are helping out to basically send him around the Earth, but at NASA, and it's basically. Obviously, it's racially charged, so it's uh, and and like it's, it brings up racism and, uh, and uh, sexism. It's yeah. basically like yeah. it that the, all of them have a double strike. They're, they're they're black and they're also women. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. there's even a thing like uh, another actor who I'll I'll talk about more with my next movie. But uh, mm-hmm. oh, and I've been practicing his name all day, and I love him, <laughs> uh, Masha Shala Ali. Masha Ali. Uh, I'm probably butchering that. You would know him from he's Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. <gasps> yeah, he's uh, Remy in House of Cards. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an amazing actor, and like, <laughs> um, he's an amazing actor. Like, uh, even when I saw him in House of Cards, I I, fe- I figured this guy is kind of bigger and better things, but yeah. Basically, he uh, he plays um, Catherine Johnson's husband, and even like get back to the sexism, sexism thing, he doesn't. He kind of like very loving to her and stuff, but like doubts she can be a good mathematician because she's a woman. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird. It's like you have the racial element, but even like a person that she is with is like, yeah. wow. oh, you're a woman. And then he's not he, like that's one thing. This is a little off topic of the main plot, but their storyline feels a little forced, like. The one thing I say overall about Hidden Figures is it's a great movie, but it doesn't really push the envelope any other... Like, the racism's in there. It's not overly over the top of the head, but it's, like, stuff that's, like... Like, there's a... For instance, she gets put on... She gets put on this uh, team at NASA to kind of, like, figure out these mathematical equations just to help to kind of get... And, like... And Kevin Costner... I sh- I'm, like, rambling up no. too. Uh, Kevin Costner plays, like, the head of this, like... Uh, this basically task force or whatever the space i think they have such a weird name to it and i wrote it down mm. uh, uh space task group that's <laughs> the name of this group but they're like in charge of kind of getting john, john glenn to space right and kevin costner is the head of it and kevin costner is a character he's amazing in this movie um he basically plays a guy who like he doesn't really see like it's not that he's he's like i'm for equality he's basically just like if you're smart and you can contribute you're, I could care less, like, what color, what sex you are. Like, if you're helping me, then you're all right in my book. So that's mm. kind of his character. But there's, like, the segregation scenes they have in it, that, like, the racist child stuff is, like, something like, he gets mad one time when she's not at his death, at her desk. And then he's like, where is she? And then you find out, like, oh, she had to walk 45 minutes away to go to the bathroom because there's no colored bathrooms mm-hmm. where they like are doing their work at NASA and stuff right. like that. Yes. So it's, it's stuff like that. Like, but it, it never really, 
it's depressing. It's hard to watch. And like these three women are it, it's super intelligent and they're like have to fight for the fact that they're like, we're intelligent. We're people like, like it's one thing, like we're so smart, but yet we're people don't accept that we're smart because we're women and we're black. Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's kind of the gist of the movie. But the thing is like, even though these are played off like pretty harshly against them, the movie never gets super dark in any other, in any way. But I think it, it's a great choice by the director and like the writer and stuff because it's like, it makes it accessible to like, if you go too dark with these things, yeah. like you're looking at a different crowd where like, and like I hear, like I see a lot of people talk about, it, but it's like, there's a movie you can kind of take your kids to and be like, yeah, it used to <laughs> suck back then, but there's a silver lining. Like everything, yeah. it's a very, it's a Hollywood movie, but they do a great job of putting the facts out there and being like, oh, that kind of right. really sucks. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is another actor in it is Jim Parsons, oh. which if you have any taste in movies, you may... <laughs> You may recognize him from a movie like Garden State. Or if a show you like... have bad taste in movies, I mean bad taste in TV shows, you may uh, know him uh, as <laughs> Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory. Which I is can't one believe you even said the name. Oh, I know. You, yeah, that is Sheldon. You were well, struggling. The only reason I bring it up that he he basically in this movie is playing darkest timeline Sheldon. Oh, really? Wow. He's yeah. basically he's the guy on NASA that's like working on Kevin Costner that. Uh, the Katherine Johnson character comes no, along to basically he's the he's the like uh, you're not you're a woman you're black and like and he like she comes up with all these like really intelligent mathematical equations and he steals them and yeah. like he takes credit uh, all in all I, I, I am kind of rambling about it but uh, uh, Taraji B. Henson amazing performance Octavia Spencer she's an amazing actress um and great performance Janelle Monet, amazing with very little time like she probably gets the least out of all of them and she has her own trajectory she's more like that brings up more facts she's just trying to like basically get her degree and she there's like she takes it to court because she's not allowed to take night classes because she's african-american or like she goes like and there's like even aspects of like we're like characters go to the library and they have books that are for white people that like African Americans can't take out or stuff like that like if they're deemed like like above black people and like can't let them know the secret saying young forever <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't take night classes I should mention that Kirsten Dunst is in it and I saw she's, that that's so random she's very Kirsten Dunst in it um, another Spider-Man alum Spider-Man <laughs> so all looks like she's waiting to get rescued I, I I recommend it. it. I did put it in my like kind of third spot, but uh, right. I find this in my second movie. Already. Someone has to go in third. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, John. What do you think? Well, first of all, <laughs> not a movie buff. This is the only movie I wanted to see in theaters this <laughs> year, <laughs> and I begged and pleaded for someone to take me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go, did, we'll go, we'll go. And no, and then he watched it without me. Did he tell you he was going to watch it for the podcast? No, he told me this afternoon that you guys were coming over to do this. And that, by the way, the wow. side note is this is wow. my movie. And I watched it. And I'm not kidding. I cried. I was mad. I was really mad. So I'm mad. Can I, so you're in the doghouse. Can I pour you another drink? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. My and, wife, everybody. Uh, my also, wife. just to rub salt in the wound, 
even though Corey was talking about sexism, he often tells me that my place is in the kitchen. <laughs> Don't out me over the whole world. Those are jokes, everybody. I am not sexist. We'll see about that. Anyhow, I desperately want to see this movie. I still want to see this movie. There could not possibly be a spoiler for this movie for me because I want to see it. I love all three of those women actors. I think they are fantastic and beautiful. And I don't really like Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. but I'm sensing that Spider-Man has a big theme Whoa. in all the movies this year. So I'm in. Dreams. But you're in. <laughs> Wait. Like Kevin Costner, not Spider-Man. No, but he, Superman. but but Kirsten, what's her? Oh, oh right. I was like, so, like so if there's a Spider-Man alone in the It's like a Spider-Man like theme going on yeah. in the background. I wonder if anybody fences in Spider-Man. I don't. Oh think. shit! Because no. Lola but he went. loves to jump off fences. Oh yeah, stuff, yeah. So. Lola went too. That's crazy. So. And I'm happy that Sheldon's a bad guy because he's kind of a douche on that show. Oh, so I don't really. He's even. He's I can't super even imagine as anything other than just that awful person. And he's probably <laughs> like a super nice guy. Sheldon. I oh, would yeah. absolutely see this movie. Wow, three for uh, three for three. Bing bang. Three for three. Good stuff. I actually, I really want to see it now too, because I didn't. Yeah, you sold me on it as well. I mean, no. I think everyone should. Uh, there's this, like a whole hit. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a whole hidden history of like women behind the scenes who have invented like a lot of, a lot of stuff that like you wouldn't even think of, like like actress like Hedy Lamarr, who yeah. like helped invent technology, which then invented wireless technology. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I, don't know. I will say, like, like mother of the internet. If if Katherine Johnson, the the main character, kind of this movie, was a male and white. Everybody would have known about her long before. It's just it does have it does end on a happy ending, and it shows like like that now. And I mean, this movie obviously that's huge. It's getting out there, so it's yeah. nice to see. But it's like these are people that you would never heard. Of. It's it's nice that these people are like I say these people. No, I'm half black. Everybody, don't worry. Yeah, uh, you can say whatever like, you want. That, yeah, you that can these, like these women are are finally being recognized for. How brilliant they were, and especially Katherine Johnson. And um, yeah, it's. Uh, are they? Are, do you know if any of them are still alive? Yes, um, they are. That kind of is covered um, in the end of the movie. There's there's some there's some good stuff there. But yes, uh, I think she was recently. It says in, recently. I can't remember the year. I think it's 2012. Was like Barack Obama. Yes, was like was recognized. It's it, it's in the end. Um, yeah, it's it, it it has a really good ending to like, and they they definitely put the positive. Is it a feel good ending? Yes. Okay, good stuff. I would say so. So you, you might cry, but you'll end up feeling yeah, no, happy, happy cry. Yeah, happy cry. All right, so <laughs> let's before Jim any more shade at me, let's go to the next movie. Okay, so <laughs> I'm next, and it is time to talk about Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Happy girl sounds. I saw it again because holy f- okay actually no I'm not I'm not gonna go negative right away the first note I wrote <laughs> yeah the first note that I wrote was disgruntled plumber doesn't give a fuck so nothing about this movie so, <laughs> so okay okay so Casey Affleck oh, yes. which is Ben Affleck light so like it starts off like introducing him as this like plumber um, and I think he lives, he lives in Boston. Sea. No, but Manchester is like outside of Boston. Yeah, okay. 
Manchester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, and I, they said it a couple of different times in the movie. It's like two hours away or something like that, okay. or like an hour and a half. I just two love hours away. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. They, but they said it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I bet they like do it's a two-hour drive. Two-hour drive. Um, Terrible. <laughs> he is obviously a he's a one-note character in this movie. Like he's just he just has this. Era of sadness all the time. It starts off with showing him in his job as a plumber. And this plumber does not get... Okay, actually, he's not a plumber, actually. He (laughs) works for an apartment building. He would be have, like, your job? Like a super? But he was in charge of fixing things as well. So if, like, the tenant's stuff broke down, he would have to go and, like, try to fix it. He was not trained as a plumber, but, like, he had to do a plumber's job, essentially. But... He just gave no fucks, and, like, there was, like, this hot wife, uh, blonde woman, like, why isn't my shower working? What's going on? And he was just like, well, I don't know. It could be this, or it could be that. I really don't know. Well, maybe it's this. And he just, he did not give a fuck. Can I just say, I never knew how good of an impressionist you were. First I heard your Denzel. Now I hear your Casey (laughs) Affleck, like... (laughs) I think you're sarcastic, right? No, now. no, I think the, maybe it's the gold schlager. I like the way that Evan is like caressing the bottle. By the way, we are going through this at a crazy rate. We're getting we just, to the fat part of the bottle, so yeah. really, I don't. Well, we we're down quite a bit of the fat. Anyway, we're mm. like we're only on our second movie. We started with our second. I know, movie right? We're, we're in this there. round two. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so he, so this blonde. Bimbo is like telling him off, and there's kind of a funny moment. She's like, "Just get out of my house!" And he's like, "You're standing in the doorway." <laughs> and I really, I really, I thought that was really funny. But he, you could just tell this guy's been through some shit because he just seems so like, I just don't care about my life. Kind of this or Eeyore no vibe about him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, always happens to Eeyore. Mm-hmm. But holy mm-hmm. shit, did it ever happen to Eeyore? <laughs> because this holy fuck, Eeyore, you fuck up. <laughs> There's some dark shit in this movie. I mean, I don't know, like, how much is out there in terms of, like, the trailers as to, like, what this movie's about, but essentially what happens is, and this is just the synopsis, it's yeah. not a spoiler, because it starts off with this. But this is the He premise. finds out, yeah, he finds out that his brother's, his brother has died, uh, and his brother has a kid who, at this point, I think, I would say is in, like, probably grade, like, 11, like, 10 okay. or 11, like, so high school, but young high school. High, 10 or 11, mid- like 14, 15 years old? Something like that. Like 11, I would like say a bit older. Left. Not yet graduated. 17? Yeah, okay. 17. That's 16 or 17. That's grade 11. Okay, grade 11. All right, so like angsty teenager. And it starts off, like the movie starts off with showing with showing Casey Affleck and his nephew like going fishing and the kid's really young at that point. It's very cute and special. And then it's like, oh, okay, I have to go. My brother was in it. Actually, it starts, it's, his brother was in an accident, and he drives to Manchester and finds out he He's has dead. died. And I just want to say, I don't know how people normally react to guilt, but this was very much like a, like, oh, okay, so, okay, so what needs to be done? Like, it, there was, like, nothing, nothing there. But then you start to realize as you watch the movie why there's nothing there, because this guy went through a terrible fucking tragedy, Years and years and years before. And going back to Manchester brings back that terrible tragedy that happened with him because he used to be married. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So I won't say what that tragedy is. Key point, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a key point. And it's, Tragic past. And it probably doesn't come up really until halfway through the movie. But the whole movie is really him trying to figure out what to do with the son because the son was essentially left with Casey Affleck's character. 
And so he's like, well, I have this life in Boston, and now I have to, like, essentially be a dad to this Two hours away. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) God. Uh, and I have I have relatives from Lowell, which is like kind of in that area. Say Lowell. And they talk you say like Lowell. 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 Okay. And they talk just Lowell. like that. But I can't do the accents Lowell. like you guys. Um but yeah, so it's very emotional. It's very like I wanna say it's depressing, but it's you still wanna Sounds see depressing. but you wanna see how it unfolds. And okay, we'll say another thing. The kid in this movie was such a little fuck. Ah, that's a that's a key quality for you. Right <laughs> he there. was what I would call a dweeb. <laughs> but like he thought he was awesome. So okay, so this guy is in like grade ten or eleven, okay. and he has multiple girls in the gown. Oh, and part that's of, a little player. Part of Casey Affleck's that's a job. Fucker. Yeah, part of Casey Affleck's job is to help like mediate him between fucking all these different girls. This kid is in like grade ten. That's fucked up. I was going to ask you, like, how does this kid compare to uh, Colin Farrell's character's son from True Detective? Oh. <laughs> um, that, like, it's got to be polar opposites. That kid got no push. That kid who I wanted to leave. That kid who I, like, felt like, I felt Colin, the best thing for him would be Colin Farrell just, like, take him to the fair and just abandon him there. Oh, that, you know, like, and fucking, like, that, that kid fucking, was the worst yeah, kid in the history it. of kids. Like, but all right, this kid sounds like an other little this kid, fucking. But shit. also, too, again, he didn't react. Like, it seemed like this guy dying had no effect on these people because they were just like, "Oh, okay." His, so his mom dying. Okay. Just like, well, I guess we got to do all this. Like, they just went straight into logistics. Wait, no, not but mother, brother. Brother. So where's the kid's mother? Mother. Is this a spoiler? Um. Probably. Maybe. Don't tell me. Spoilers. The mother. I'll, the mother is not active in the kid's life. <laughs> Yeah, All right, yeah. well, uh... I'll say that. But, like, so overall, it's worth seeing because you will want to know what happens. That said, I'm going to be completely honest. The end is, like, kind of like when you have good foreplay and then the sex sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't it... know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, that doesn't really... That's it's like, happened to me it, so. the ending, it, it was just kind of like almost too realistic like i kind of wanted more fantasy it's more yeah exactly or more of like an ending like more of a stamp yeah. on it like. because really like i mean really the whole the whole movie is really just casey affleck like trying to i don't know his character's name i'm really bad about it. i'm sorry forgot his name but casey affleck's character like trying to come to terms with the fact that he has to like, essentially like raise this kid and then the end is like eh hmm. okay so it's like just paying all this effort to raise this kid, and you're like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck that kid. Roll credits. Why? Yeah. Roll kid's credits. That's like why. The kid, so the kid got mad at him because he wouldn't have small talk with one of his girlfriend's moms, so that they could go bang. Do um, kids bang at that age? I have no idea. Yeah. Finger banging, maybe. Yeah. But, but yeah. But Casey oh, like just was just like, uh, okay. Uh, like, like he was just like did not know what he was doing just acting like a little bitch and there were certain shots uh, Corey that I was like holy shit he looks like Ben Affleck never oh. but ben like Affleck is, Ben Affleck like they're both like douchebags like Ben Affleck so. like oh okay, okay. Let's they learn. are both douchebags it's fine wow but yeah he's cutting so deep okay but oh, and then there's one I'm more sad. thing I will add one more thing I will add there is that movie there was just one scene that really got me and made me actually had a, I had a tear came down. 
um, which is a flashback to the tragedy that he went through, and it is fucking hard to watch. Okay. I'm a crier. That's all I will say. I'm a crier, so I would probably, like, fall yeah, through yeah. any... Like, I cry in, like, those CIBC commercials where they're, they're sending their kids yeah. money and they're talking about would phone. You would not enjoy this? Penguins. And this scene the is the penguins. one scene where I was like, finally, Casey Affleck is, like, breaking down. Because the whole movie, it's like he's on the verge of a breakdown, but he's not quite there. So... That one to hold it together. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I this sounds pretty so like biased. I probably wouldn't see this movie because I think he's a douche. He is a douche. And that would be Casey Affleck. I don't care like him and his brother. Well, him and the whole like Joaquin Phoenix the, like thing. Like I just uh, I'm not interested in some. It just sounds so terrible, and I I don't know if you're supposed to say this on the podcast. I. Don't move the mic away. I was trying to move. No, away. You were kind of turning Jen, away from if me. you think you can say it, that means you absolutely can. I just think I don't want to support their careers because okay. I think they're total douchebags. So why would I spend can my I heart over them? No, because you're so biased and you love Ben so no, much no, that you can can't I see clearly. Can I bring up once again? You watched the movie a couple days ago. So were that were you? No, it was called. She's just not that into you. And the only part And you... I told you, the only, this is the first movie I've seen in a long time that is that Ben Affleck was the only redeeming, and Corey was pleased Just as Punch. No, they were all kind of douchey. Yeah, do you remember, right? do you guys remember Casey Affleck in American Pie? As, what's his as name's like, brother? Book, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How to please a woman. I can't, him. every t- I, I die. So, my aunt, I wouldn't I see this movie just on the sheer fact that he's in it. Yeah. If it was probably anybody else. Okay. I I might okay. I might okay. watch it if it was on TV. Yeah. Okay. To be honest, I'm not gonna watch this movie again. <laughs> uh, so we have a bell for ending. Yeah. Um I don't so know. So it's like wah, wah. Okay. That's okay. I, I respect your bias. You can probably find a center for that. Yeah probably. Uh, you're next. <laughs> oh am I? Yeah yeah you get the next one. Lovely. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course you do. She's <laughs> like, oh, who me? I just so, like to know that everyone's drinking their drinks and, and almost everybody's finger sticks out at one point or another. Oh my God, I feel so dainty. We have dainty glasses. I'm going to start mixing a thing. Just to save the bottle. So, uh, so the next movie I have is Lion. Uh, Ooh, I, sorry, not to, I thought yeah. this would be your top one. But anyway, let's go. Uh, I I really like Lion. Um, I didn't I like I knew a, a bit about the premise before going into the movie, and it is also based on true story, continuing the theme of true stories. It is the story of a young boy named Saru, uh, spelled S A R O O, who mother is a like she's a laborer or some sort of like you know she has to work in a quarry lifting rocks moving them literally from one place to another place apparently that's like, worst job ever yeah, an employable job in like mid like late 80s of like India so that sucks mm-hmm. and she has three young children uh Saru being the protagonist of the story uh is five and his older brother is probably, he's tall, I'd say he's probably like 12, maybe, yeah, like just on the verge of like puberty or whatever. So the worst years of his life. So probably like, 11, like, like somewhere between 10 and 12. 
Um, you know, and he works, you know, like, uh, day and night, you know, like, providing, um, ways to, like, you know, provide for the family. And, like, Saru often, like, tags along with him. Like, he's in love with his older brother. Gadu. And, um, it shows them, you know, start, like, sort of, um, these sort of, like, uh, like, uh, makeshift knapsacks. Stealing, uh, coal off of a train, like, uh, as it's going by, um, and, uh, you know, like, sort of, like, a sell it for milk. Which is basically immediately then like you know, consumed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you know like other property, and um, well, which is like a, a complete reality for like a lot of a lot of people like in India, like, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but his brother also works like this like night shift, and Saru you know. You know, really wants to go along, and this isn't really spoiling anything because this is the premise of the movie. Right? Is um, you know, like he gets, he basically falls asleep on like a park bench. He's a five-year-old fucking boy, but like his older brother isn't old enough to really like. Like he should have like he shouldn't have like it's it, basically this is all Gudu's fault. Like that fucking Gudu, typical. Like he he like should like like no go the fuck back to bed. Like you're gonna fall asleep. You're a stupid little kid, like, you know, like, you can't work, like, on a night shift, you know, like, yeah. you're, like, a dumb, you're, like, you're literally five years old. Uh, anyway, so, like, he falls asleep on this, part, like, this bench at, like, this, like, train station, and then, like, wakes up, and he's, like, looking all over, like, you know, like, probably, like, four, five a.m., you know, like, before dawn, you know, like, and can't find his brother anywhere, and, like, you know, he, he, there's a train right there, and he gets on the train, and he's going up and down, calling for his brother, He's a five-year-old kid. He's like looking under seats and shit because he doesn't like fucking know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids are dumb. <laughs> kids are dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry, but kids are dumb. They're actually so smart. It's weird. Uh, yeah. The thing with is that they can run forever, like because they're so tiny they don't weigh anything, which does play to his advantage. Do I? I have one question about this movie though. Um, he's on this train. How long does it take to get this train to Boston? <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours. Half to two. So, you know, like he he falls asleep on this train again. You know, like sucks. and like wakes up and like he's basically like locked onto the train and you know he he's on there for like several days. He travels. I think it's like something like sixteen hundred kilometers to Calcutta. Okay. Which and like where the train like you know stops and like you know like opens its doors to like let on all the passengers. And, like, he's trying to force his way off. You know, mm-hmm. and, like, he doesn't know. So, all right, I have studied Indian history. Okay. I will say that. But I didn't realize until this movie that there was such a huge difference between Hindi and Bengali. Okay. Like, because Bengal, like, is, like, a, like a region of... <laughs> yes. Cats. <laughs> Thank you. So Women the are band. smart too. Could be the band or the the accessory. The yeah. Oh, hey. The bangles. So they walk like Egyptians. They do not walk like Egyptians. They walk like Indians. Um, did you know, like, uh, uh, like the like, uh, no. Well, like in the Indian culture, like to nod, yes, you do this. Oh really? This like if you like really? see that in a movie like they're nodding. Mm. Like I, I work with the guy like I just please and he does that. He's like oh yes, <laughs> and like it, it does happen in the movie a few times too, right? <laughs> That's, uh, you know like 
And it's sort of like like oh, sideways head wobble, like, like a nod. Or like, I have heard that anyway. before, but I forgot about it. So like there, like there's such a difference that like if you like this little five year old boy who spoke Hindi, not speak or understand a single word of Bengali, mm-hmm. and like you know like they wasn't really able to con- communicate with them, which is something I did not even realize that there was such because you just sort of think like Indian. Like you're all like Hindu, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, all, yeah, you're yeah Hindu, like you all yeah. worship the same like gods it's or whatever. Same thing. Brahma yeah. and like and Shiva. And okay. Yeah, so I, I had no idea either. Anyway, yeah. Cultural fact. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> but um, you know, so he's on this train and he ends up on the streets of Calcutta, which is like one of the busiest cities in the world. And like he's on, like you know, it shows him like you know struggling like for food and like. Meets like a gang of street kids and like you know like all these people trying to like grab him you know and like he runs away. Anyway, he ends up meeting this woman who introduces him to this man and like I don't know, man. Like there's this one scene where like like this has like dark. Because you're getting like sold into like it look like I'm like this is some fuck. <laughs> or, like got lights like the guy lights like oh were you sleeping you know like lie down you know like lie next to me you're like. And yes, you know, and they talk to him, talk, talk to this woman who found this kid, and he's like, like, yes, he's perfect, he's exactly what they're looking for, oh, you know, like, you know, like, the kid sort of, like, sees this sort of stuff, and he's like, side-eye, <laughs> and then, like, yeah. and then, like, first chance, he's like, like, you know, like, takes off, like, out of the fucking place. He wasn't doing this. He was not wobbling his head, no, no, no. I'm gonna do that from now on, by the way. Wobble, wobble? Just, nobody's gonna know. You're gonna look like the most agreeable person ever. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, like, it's funny because, like, uh, I work with the guy uh, on back shift of where I work. Yeah. When I worked back shift, uh, he was Indian, like, and like he really likes movies. So like, we talked a lot about movies. Yeah. And um, like, whenever I'm you know, talking about a movie, like, and he's agreeing with me, like, he does do this. And like, I always thought it was weird. Until right. Until you My Lebanese coworker t- uh, told me that that um, head wobble is is like a nod. It's, so it's like the same and, as this, but yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like it's the same but different well, all over the world. It is. Well, what's interesting about India, like also, um, what I find really interesting about India is like they have been a colony of the British Empire as long as we Canada have been a colony of the British Empire. Like they have as much of a history to Britain as they do. Like tea, which we think of as like the most British thing ever, is and curry, which uh, are like both like ingrained into the in British cultural society to like a deep degree mm. are both Indian in origin. Hmm. So much so, so and opium I suppose also. So much so to the point where they, they forced it upon China and then like mm. you're gonna grow as tea and you're gonna grow as opium. Anyway, but they also have like a word which we don't have in English. Um, which is when you want to this is a huge tangent. <laughs> but whenever you want to, like, um, you know, so you want to, like, move, like, a like a meeting or a deadline back a bit. You say you want to postpone that. Yes. So they have a word for when you want to move a meeting or a schedule appointment ahead in time. And that's prepone. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. it makes absolute sense. And, pre-pone. like, you know, like, it's a, it's describing how you want to move, like, you know, something up ahead of the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. That is, like, actually, like, a word that they have that we don't really have. Well, we should start. I'm going yeah, to use that all the time. Pre-pone that to the next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, right? Can I pre-pone it's... that day? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what, sir? <laughs> <laughs> 
that, you know, in it. If I yeah. say that on any online dating site, they're just going to be like, what's pre-poem? Exactly. You're like, you wish. You, you mean PWC. Yeah. Like, anyway. It means get over Watch here now, boy. Watch okay, sorry, Ryan, I'm you jerk. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, People. <laughs> get yourself educated. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently like 80,000 children a year in India go missing. That's I heard crazy. terrible and numbers like that. That's awful. Yeah. I'm not like this movie anymore. <laughs> it's, well, it, Lion, uh, back, <laughs> shut up. Lion, like, uh, is partnered with this, or uh, started this uh, sort of uh, campaign called, like, Lionheart, and you find it, hashtag Lionheart campaign, um, through Google or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And they are a chari- non-profit charity, which... Well, I shouldn't say non-profit charity. I don't know specifically. Yeah. But what I do know is that the movie is matching up to like $50,000 worth in like people's donations towards oh, like this ch- charity which is trying to like reunite like lost children through, with families and stuff. Yeah. And I think like Nicole Kidman has already done it, kicked in like $10,000. Only 10000 Yeah, bet she can her. chalk that up a bit more. <laughs> she, I should, I should say like, you know, Saru, like, you know, he, he does like end up like with this Australian family in Tasmania and, um, played by Nicole Kidman and David, oh! David Wenham, I believe. Okay, did not know she I did not know she was there. Me either. Yeah. Well, that's so much the film is you know, not about her, right? Yeah. But, Shocking. um, <laughs> what are you going against Ooh. Nicole Kidman? I don't know. She seems really. She almost. Nice. She liked Jimmy Kimmel and like or Jimmy old. Fallon, and they almost she went did. on a date. A few times. Except yeah. he was an idiot. Didn't realize she was hitting on him. Anyway. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so um, that yeah. took a turn. <laughs> so the main actor is Dev Patel, and I really feel he might actually be a strong contender for best actor. Okay. Like, like, cons- like in I mean, he's because like an amazing actor. Like, Absolutely, he's been in like a bunch of great things like Slumdog Millionaire and like the Newsroom. Oh, you know? that's weird. Yeah, Last Airbender. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. That, uh, that Flame Island, a piece of turd. Fire Nation, piece of turd, I should say. Nice. But, um, uh, what? He's also in Skins, which is one of my favorite yeah, shows yeah. of all time. Oh, God, you're Skins, but oh, I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> but, um, Skins. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah like I think he's great and like he really does a great job of like you know like so he's raised Australian you know and like he he, he takes this like sort of like French you know like a hotel management course you know um, <laughs> and like in the course is like a bunch of like Indian people and like you know like they're all talking about like and like the British people and American people and they're all talking about like the shared heritage he's like oh well you know it's like boom and I'm like and like, oh, I have family in Calcutta. Like, what part of Calcutta? You know, like, it's like, well, I don't, I, I don't actually know because, like, you know, I was adopted. Yeah. And so, like, and, like, he goes into, like, the kitchen because, like, the party's being hosted. It's, like, it's all Indian food. So when he gets adopted, is he adopted as, like, a servant or as one of the family? As their child. Okay. As their, I mean, this is 1987. Okay, it's not like, like, like 19. <laughs> I just, just, I have no, this is sure. all new to me. Sorry. I, um, so it's 1987 when he's adopted. So he's like around our age. Because uh, he's five in 1986 or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, and you know, like his he has there's actually they adopt a second child like I think a year within a year or two of adopting him, who is like a bloody nightmare. Like the kid mm. likes like a scream like rage attacks and like hits us up the head and like just like you know, he's, like constantly like, ah! anyway. Mm. But like Saru is like totally the opposite, he's, like the chillest guy ever. Mm. You know. And um Yeah, and he, anyway, so like he has this sort of like connection really with this like Indian food. Like remembering like smells or whatever, like bringing him like straight back to like things fine. Okay. Yeah. And he's like using Google Earth to try and um, find his home, basically okay. based off like the scant inf- information that he has. Ew, that kind of hurts. You know, and like, oh man, like it's it's. I want to see it. It like the pace was never so slow that like, it, and it was never too sad. Like, <clears throat> yeah. you know, like never dwelled on. That's the key. Thing. Like it was. Yeah. Like, it was definitely heartrending and like feel good and like when he sort of like you know was, like zooming in the blurry images of his home, you know, like, yeah. the world. It's like it's actually like you know like really ow, you feel it, yeah, ow, you know. Um, but no, I I thought like it was like a really a really good tale, a really good movie, and I feel yeah, it was. You should also add also it. Rooney Mara was in it. She was pretty good. Oh, nice. I think she's the better of the two Maras. Oh, uh, yeah. There's two Mara. Well, there's Kate Mara, who's in, um... House of Cards? House of Cards. Shooter? Mm. I don't know. That's... Yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four? Which... Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Man, that's fucking... If you Wait. want to talk about that movie on a podcast, yeah. I can sure. rage about that for hours. <laughs> that'll, that'll be, we should just have track, an episode called Corey yeah. Rages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Corey's just, Vance. Definitely we, Fantastic we, Four and Prometheus are like the two top ones I would talk about. Is Ben Affleck. What? No, that's like Corey loves. I enjoyed uh-huh. some aspects of Prometheus. There was aspects. All right. We're going to oh, we, we, Yeah, we're a little off topic. I, but. I just have one other really important question. Okay. Who played the lion in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> was it actually, Calvin Harris? That is actually a funny story. Oh. Um, because um, whenever they asked five-year-old Saru where he's from, he would say, like, Ganeshtale. And he found out years later that the problem was that he was, like, mispronouncing the name of his hometown. Hmm. Which is why they were never able to. That's like, not devastating find at all. <laughs> and also, Jesus. he was also mispronouncing his own name, which was Ooh. not Saru, but Sharu, which is S H E R U, which means lion in Okay, but in all fairness, Hindi. those are fairly close. But, but that's the kind like of. That could change the but it changes the meaning. Which, which so I guess that's what makes it so perfect. I was trying to make a line. joke, but yeah. that was depressing to me. <laughs> yeah. So. So but I like, would absolutely watch that movie. Like, it was a beautiful movie. <laughs> I feel, like, emotionally attached to this poor child, and I, I want to. And there is, like, footage of at the end, like, and, like, he reconnects with it. Like, oh, and there's ouch, real footage no. of, like, the Owie. real people. No, I'm not okay with that. So, th- it's, it's, but it's not it's, too it's depressing weird. that you're, like, ugh. I'm going to, like, sob. Are, sorry, you, sorry. I was crying half the kid. Okay. Sorry, so who in this movie is in a Spider-Man movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, little did you know that. I'm going to find shot, that. You know, like, <laughs> good, yeah, could you do Spider-Man. Lights out, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's good. Okay, so... Um, Spider-Man is filmed in Calcutta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next movie, which... this yeah, one. Can I please? 
Oh, Jenna's taking mad notes over here. Props. I and I love the fact that she doesn't, she didn't like Manchester by the Sea. Like, so she just, it's the one that she no. asked out. Yeah. All her notes. And all fairness, it could be my description of that movie. No, it was but. Casey Affleck. Oh, yeah, your description was. That's I would have. <laughs> if it was not for him. He's. Yeah. At, do you not agree? He's Affleck white. That's the only reason Corey married a Jen is because Ben married a Jen, and he married, married two Jens. Yeah. And look at where that yeah. got him. Yeah. <laughs> and now look. Geely. <laughs> got him Geely. All uh, right, Corey, your turn. All right, uh, this one. See, my next two are like. It's hard to talk about them without going into huge spoilers. But that being said. My next movie oh, I'm is... I'm pretty sure I said Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, heavy, like... My last movie, I want to talk to death about. But anyway, my next movie is um, Hell or High Water. Um, it's just a cowboy movie. Yeah, it's... Well, it's, it's a pretty straightforward movie. It's amazing. Um, your main players here are, like... Um, so, you have Chris Pine... Uh, Chris Pine mm-hmm. and Ben Howard. Um, is Ben Howard again? Uh, ben Howard... I feel like I wrote his name that wrong. Yeah, just look it up. I don't know look up Hell or High Water. I feel like I wrote that down. No, what is his name? It's Ben. It's not Ben Howard. I feel like... Oh, my God. I'm really bad at... I just... I always know the actor names and not the characters. See, I usually know actors really well, and I'm really kicking myself. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Was I can't believe I wrote down Ben Howard. Ben Howard's just, a singer. You have a thing for Ben's. That's it. Yeah. They yeah. just... Ben, okay. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ben Foster. Who's a, who is? Yes, who's like a phenomenal actor? Like him in like Thirty Days a Night, like mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, the X Three, not yeah. too great, but uh, uh, that movie wasn't. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> he worked with what he had. That was Ratner. Oh, also he. Everyone. He's been in a lot of movies. He was in Freaks and Geeks and Six Feet Under, which I'm now watching. But I've yet to see him. But uh, so basically, I should back to the, it's yeah. uh, Chris Pine and um, Ben Foster um, played brothers. They played Toby and Tanner. My favorite actor ever. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played two brothers, and if I'm just like giving the synopsis, they're two brothers who are robbing banks, and they rob banks during the day. It's good to know. Yeah, during the day, like. And you kind of, it, this movie's like so masterful and like what it gives you or like the build up, like it, it is a really great movie. So it basically, it, it follows two kind of, two brothers and two partners who are U.S. Marshals. And the U.S. Marshals are Jeff Bridges, who plays oh, Marcus, yeah. who is basically doing his rooster <laughs> hogburn. Uh, yeah. Like he's just doing like, <laughs> like from I True Grit, where it, it's just like. He's literally like what he's saying is so just jagging. Like that's what he's saying. Basically that's what he's doing in this movie, which is phenomenal. And the other guy, he has a partner. Uh his partner's name Alberto is played by Gil Birmingham. Okay, I don't know him. Uh Gil Birmingham, the the two things which is Kind of sad, I feel like I know him from... Well, the... Okay. I'll say the one thing I definitely know him from is... Um, on Unbreakable Kimmy Smith. He plays... Oh, what's the blonde girl's name again? Uh, you, mean, you mean... My Google machine. Woman? No, no. He, the one that uh, Kimmy works for. I can't believe... This, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jenna Mulroney's character. Yeah. Anyway, he plays her father. 
Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or husband? No, father. Father. Okay, the, the Native American yeah, father. Yeah, yes, yes. Seven Wyoming, oh whatever. my god. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it follows like. Okay. Jeff, uh, Jeff, De- uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges. And <laughs> I'm sorry, the gold slayer's in the uh, It really, really I is. I also make that mistake between. I have to like, double check what Jeff I'm talking about. Oh, I know. It's not going to be said a thing. So uh, they play U.S. Marshals that are partners, and they're chasing down these two bank robbers. And so basically, what's happening is these two brothers are going across. Um, I can't somewhere down south. It sucks. I can't remember, but uh, somewhere down south and um, in the USA, and uh, they're just basically chasing these two bank robbers. And it's one of those movies that it's it, like I I, don't, I won't get into spoilers for it, but it it basically it's a movie that is pitch perfect when it comes to directing. It's they give you so little, like it's so simplistic, but it's amazing. Like, and the camera works amazing. Like, there's a lot of like one shots that just keep going, and it it gives you. And the way they build the story up is they give you just a little bit to make a decision, and then or like it's just two brothers, just just two yeah, brothers. two brothers that are like basically yeah. Actually, that's a great point. It's just like it's two brothers and they're robbing banks. And they're dirtbags, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, it, it seems so by the numbers. And literally, like, Jeff Bridges' character is, he's the old U.S. Marshal that's, like, yeah. very close to retirement. This is his last case. Oh, and yeah, it's like, that yeah, character. So it's very, it's like, Murtaugh. they do that, and then, but they masterfully do that, being like, they kind of give you, like, this is what it is by the numbers, and then it's it's so subtle, but everything they do... Like, it's kind of, there's, uh, there's music in it, but, like, the best scenes are, like, when they don't use music to, like, give away stuff. Yeah. And, like, this is not really that big of a story, but it's, like, the brothers have a a distinct plan. You just really, at first, think they're just robbing banks to rob banks. And there's there's a, there's a motive, eventually, that comes out. But it's almost like they rob a bunch of banks and they're smart about it. They go really early in the morning and like, so there's nobody there and they only take money from the till. They don't go to the safe. And it's like, because it, t- it takes longer. It takes longer. And it's like, and you find out after like why they're doing that. Like they don't really reveal it mm-hmm. early on. But, um, but then like, there's a scene like later on where they're kind of getting, they have a timeline and that's kind of a spoiler too. But, um, they go to rob a bank and like you've seen these bank robberies and it's them walking in with hardly anybody in there easily getting the money and leaving. Sure. And then finally they do this one where they're kind of crunch for time and they go in and the bank is like full and it's a small bank, but like they do it so perfectly because you walk in with them and then they pan and it just shows like, Oh, this place is full. And like, you're just so used to as a watcher of this movie, you're so used to like, them walking in, nobody there, yes. give me the money, we'll leave. And they, they have some minor hiccups, but then you get in the scene and you feel the tension they feel because yeah. it's like, mm. we're doing this. Right. And there's a ton of people. And it's down south in the USA where everybody has a gun. Yeah. And you're like, and it's like, you feel like it's just massively done. Like, they make it so simplistic, but then they hit you at moments that, like, genuinely oh, make you feel like, Oh my god! Like it, yeah. it, it, it's And this is set in like the days of like what like, uh, like no, it's present power. day. It's present day. Oh, this present day. Yeah, there's a very thinly mm. veiled. Uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, no, it okay. is. Um, it's a very like, and they don't hit you over the head, but there's a very there's a big aspect of like today's society of like, like if I wanted to get in spoilers, like it's kind of like how like banks and like 
corporate America are like screwing over the poor and stuff like that. Like, but and it's kind of like even going back to the Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges and uh, Gil Birmingham characters. They're like two partners that are like, like Jeff Bridges seems a little racist towards Gil Birmingham yeah. and like makes these jokes. And then there's there's a time where like it like you think like they're just partners, but they don't like each other. But that you find out Jeff Bridges actually has like a quite great deal of respect for him so it it plays on these like it gives you this very by the numbers thing and then slowly morphs it into like there's a bigger meaning here Mm. uh the ending is phenomenal i won't ruin it like it's just like you think it's going to be this like oh they're going to have this big kind of blow up but it it's so subtle and it does well in subtleties but anyway that's kind of my recommendation the performances are amazing so, would you watch this? Anyway? Ah, I would watch it. Ooh. Sounds good. Right, <laughs> I feel like dang. the drunker we get, the more Jen's just yeah. like, yeah, I'll see everything. I'm going to watch all these movies tonight. Yeah. yeah Except for that one. Except for mine. Yeah. I, I like that these And you can make are... him sit in the other room and you watch <laughs> Hidden Figures. <laughs> I didn't realize it was set in present day. Yeah, yeah, no, it seems like that. It definitely does. I feel like so, we're like... What are we, like, I feel like we're just, we got to burn through. I'm not even going to look. Um, I'm thinking that this is going to be a longer episode, but that's Perfect. okay, because you motherfuckers, the Oscar if you, yeah, you need to watch this before the, you watch the Oscars on Sunday night, at uh, whatever time it's on. Yeah, or watch the Oscars and then put it on, the episode, put it on while you're watching the red carpet arrivals. There you go. So that is a wrap on part one of our Oscar episode. Part two should be posted right below this one, so be sure to check that one out. In that part, we do go over our top picks, the ones that we enjoyed the most out of our three, and we are way more drunk in that part, and there's some spoilers, so just a heads up, but I hope you enjoy it.